Hey guys, and welcome to the Fuck Around and Find Out podcast. Uh, it's our normal everyday Tuesday podcast, except today we don't really have an agenda. I think we're just going to tell stories and chat and have a good time. Um, we were going to talk about serious stuff, but nobody's really feeling serious. So, hey, let's just have a great time. I was going to tell stories, but my stories always end up like t- in terrible places. And then everybody's all like, I don't, I'm not feeling scared. serious. I'm just feeling silly. Get it? Silly? Yeah. Well, I'm not. We had had too much fun. Very, very serious right now. Oh, wait. It went away. I lost it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I'm the trips there for a little bit after the last episode with Carl. That was a little intense. No, I'm I'm definitely going to bring that next one down a little bit. That's what we're supposed to do this week. That was the plan for this, this episode. Remember? Everyone was supposed oh, to. Oh shit! Everybody's supposed to get high and tell stories and fuck around. Yeah. So that's yeah. what fuck. Okay. You guys we, didn't we shot our load early. You we guys shot didn't up. Drink? <laughs> what the hell? I'm having a I drink. Thought that's what yeah. the oh, okay. The green room was for. That's what. That's, that's <laughs> what we did. Did you well, miss the yeah. safety meeting? Was <laughs> 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 the safety? Oh, we do have psychonautics, by the way. We have psychonautics, a famous uh, mod in almost every fucking room. Jeez, you guys uh, get paid. <laughs> I, that's what I always said. I was like, <laughs> we're supposed I've, to be getting money? I've, I've actually seen people get upset because they didn't get to be a mod on a channel. And I'm like, so you're upset that you didn't get more responsibility and now you can just hang out and have fun? It's like, what's this? I don't know. She's a mod on like pretty much every fucking Discord I'm on. I've seen her like on three I, mods. Yeah. 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 I'm on too many Discord accounts, but I know she's on a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> Did yeah, I think I'm in most of them. Own? If I if, if you guys are in one you don't see me, feel free to add me because I kind of like to, to sort of check them there's, all out. There's no the such thing as too much mush information. No such thing. Yes. Yes. There is. yes there's is. not too much mush. <laughs> there's never too much mush. <laughs> Depends. If you're in the wrong fucking channel, yeah, and you're, you're, in the right and channel, you're learning a whole bunch of bullshit. That's a lot. That's way too I, much. I love those mushroom. I love those ones too. They're the greatest. Dude, I was in I was in a little bitty uh, Discord. I only had like like less than a hundred people there last week. Somebody invited me randomly. I guess they'd listen to the podcast and just like, oh fuck it, let's invite him. And they had their own little kingdom set up, right? Everybody had to pay like five to ten dollars a freaking month to be in this Discord. And the guy was just totally giving out. He was literally just copy pasting shit he found online. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's that's it was a pay to win Discord. Yeah. Wow. And a lot of it was like really wrong too. And I was like, that's that's not right. Like Uncle Ben's isn't the pinnacle. And what are you guys talking <laughs> about? Like, and they were just like, you know, they were like, oh, we're gonna do group buys of like stuff off Amazon. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But then when it gets to someone's house, they have to repackage out. it and ship yeah. it to everybody. How's that gonna work? You know? And anyway, yeah. I brought up too many questions and I got kicked out. Darn it. So, yeah. Yeah. They're like, why can't you just pay me? <laughs> just pay me. Give me your money. Yeah. That's all I want. It was like somebody's little fiefdom, and I came in there, and I was like, wait a second. The king has no pants, and <laughs> got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes that. Well, no, they don't. Pay for Uncle Ben's. Huh? Interesting. It was like the worst info, too. It was just like he was just – because you could clearly see where he was just copying – because it had like the date time stamps. Right. So you could see where he was just 
So you could just see where he was just like he was just like highlighting, copying, pasting into like different sections, literally just just forums from Shumery and Discord and Reddit. just other people's shit that they were talking about. And I was like, you're not doing a very good job of this either. At least delete like the you know date time. That, that information is oh, yeah. from 2008, put, bro. Put in a written, little effort, you know. The original yeah. poster's name, something. Give, yeah. give me something. But anyways, how about uh? Well, how about this, Psycho? How um? How long have you been uh? Have you been growing? So how long have I been growing anything successfully? You know, actually cultivating <laughs> what I'm after and not when, like when, mold. When, <laughs> had, when did when hey. did you start your education? Yep. About uh 2016 so i don't know how many years ago that is but in 2016 what, is when i years? started educate yes so educating how, myself how, how long were I you partook... a farmer? <laughs> <laughs> involuntarily i'm yes well see i'm i'm a part-time mushroom grower but i'm a full oh no you yeah. broke it her screen went black again yep she let her screen yeah, down. Give her a second. She'll be back. There she Thanks. is. Maybe. It takes the Apple product. Oh, I thought that was her talking. Never mind. No, it takes Apple. <laughs> her talking, but it takes Apple a minute to reconnect after the screen dies. They're really slow. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. No, Does anybody, no, 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 no. can anybody out there uh, tell that we don't care for Apple much around here? I love Apple. Well, don't I, well look the adults in the room don't. Well, like I Apple. never said I was an adult. Yeah, the adults in the room don't aren't Apple fans. They're just too glitchy, dude. I haven't had one problem with my phone. That's because you have the knowledge necessary to set it up right. Average Joe doesn't. Well, I can't argue. Whereas that. you don't have to set up the Samsung right; it just fucking works. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, but Apple anyways. is like the Fisher Price computer compared to. And her audio her, needs to. She needs to turn her audio back to her to her uh, her uh, microphone because right now it's it's just not putting out anything. Yeah, it's jumping around. Oh no! There, there, there you are. There we are. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god! Carol's gonna have some editing to do tonight. Nah, fuck <laughs> it. Let it roll. Oh my god. We gotta get something to do. Right. I, I was, last last time I heard you said that you were a part time mycologist, and what was the second half of that sentence? Yeah, I was saying I was part time mushroom uh, farmer, but I'm a full time trike farmer. So, oh, like, if I was nice. actually growing the, the herbage, you know, it would be beneficial because then I could just give it to the herbage. Because apparently, oh, yeah. there's like a a balance there. It's a beneficial. Thing, just not in the hobby here. <laughs> right, right, right. I know tomatoes love the shit out of trick. One person's trash is another person's treasure. Tomatoes. It's okay, so maybe nightshades like yeah. it. That'd be cool. I could uh, explain oh, yeah. that a little bit. All your solanaceae. So, like, you've got your tomatoes, your um, potatoes, your uh, peppers, all the solanaceae. They're all the same family. They're all like basically just you can take a potato and cut the top off and graft a tomato on top of it. It'll grow tomatoes up top, but potatoes down below. French fries and ketchup plants. Oh yep. that is fantastic. America. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there that used to be a popular thing to buy in greenhouses for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But uh no, it works real, real well. 
I mean, it doesn't like produce a stellar amount of either one of them because they're fighting for the nutrition. But one's right. fighting to grow, you know, uh, one thing, and one's fighting to grow the other. What if you get a moderate amount of both? You know, if you have a small space, it's handy for growing. Well, yeah. Or yep. buckets. It grows great in buckets. What the bucket? What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, guys. Last night, uh, not only did I bag. Discovering fact, you're a woman? No. No, no. I've known that for a while. I just haven't come out okay. yet. But thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had, I have, uh, I put tits in the fruiting. Oh, I saw, yeah. I saw tits. So not only tits, but then I also have my, I have my strain from Monstrosity. Got Light Bright and uh, your Lizard King. I got all three of those fruit last night. Fuck yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be epic, bro. Mm-hmm. They all King. came out fantastic. My news yeah. isn't quite as good, but <laughs> but tonight <laughs> I am I am gonna put some spores on agar. And they are going to be some of the very first spores that Deadpool ever sent me. Oh, which ones are those? We have uh, Texas Orange Cap. Oh. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Ghost. Nice. I'm looking through them as we talk, if you can't tell. Uh, Lizard King, which I already have on Agar, but I'm going to put these ones on Agar because they're different ones. Nice. And that one just has my name. What the hell is it? Oh, no, those aren't from Deadpool. Uh, those aren't from Somewhere Deadpool. I have my old journal. And my old journal has, like, where every spore that I've grown uh, was from and found, like, the history of it. Right. Like, oh. in what county and, like, you know, all that fun stuff like that. Dude, I've got it on my phone. I, I call it my genealogy list. I just yeah. found the, a spore print off the very first successful girl I ever did. Oh, nice. 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 I'm, I'm putting it? that one on. It's just called labeled Strophaeria. Oh. That's you just, sent me, uh, you, you, you took a couple prints because you sent me one of those. Yeah, I, t- I got a bunch of them. I was <laughs> proud of it. It was my first successful grow, man. I had to send that to everybody. Oh, and guess what I put the guess what I put the plate last night? Subtropicalis. Oh, nice. Yeah. Damn it. Did anybody ever find that weird little green fucking psilocybin mushroom? I've had a one couple from Japan. people say I've had a couple people tell me that they uh, they have it, and then when it comes time to trade or you know can't get find rid it. of the genetics, they can't find it. So you know, whatever. Dude, that thing is so sweet. I mean, it's got to be hard to get out of Japan because Japan, like, they used to just have mushrooms and vending machines, and then for some reason they they went like straight like super aggressive against it. But it used to, well, Japan used to be like the best place in the world to do freaking psychedelics because well, all they're I, doing, yeah, like they I mean they I have was, them and everything. Don't quote me, but I have a couple of online friends in Japan. I should ask around. I'll see but, what I can yeah, it with. grows in Japan. Like, uh, um, it grows pretty much wherever that death forest is. One where they go and like seppuku. Oh yeah, the, 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 where the people come in there, they don't come out. <laughs> yeah, it's a suicide forest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where everyone keeps killing everybody, get herself. So it grows pretty much there, but uh, it it's a little bitty. It's a little bitty, cool little green mushroom. And I'll put the picture as the picture for this podcast. I'm thinking like eating one of those mushrooms there. is like eating a fucking crow, you know? <laughs> Bad juju, you know? You don't eat a crow. I'm fucking down. I just want to grow because they're adorable. They're freaking beautiful. They look like they're made out of modeling clay. Listen, I think we all know already that I'm going to fucking grow the motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I want to see them. Those sound pretty. They're cool yeah. as shit. Hey, I'll, I'll send you a... They look like a tree. 
but they're in mushroom form. You know, it's got I'll send you a bark. picture. I'll send you a picture. Um, I gotta find it. I don't think we've ever even messaged each other. Do, do. Yeah, we have. Okay. I'll send you a freaking picture. Um, while you guys are talking, I'll send her a picture. Nice. Anyway, so now you get so you're you're a full time trike farmer. Let's see what else. I just found so the first secret. successful like actual grow I did was in an agar dish. Like I didn't even get a chance to get it to green before. Oh, it um, pinned. Pinned in the in the plate. Yeah, it, it pinned on the plate and it sporulated. It was I and it that blew my mind because I didn't know that was a possibility on an agar dish, you know. But oh, yeah. this was back in like yeah. primitive times for me. Like I, I had a baby food jar and I drilled a hole in it and stuffed polyfill in it and the agar. Yeah. So it was probably getting I, way too much air and stuff that it didn't need. Also, so yeah, that's awesome. I it, I it still amazes me when I get plate pens. I just love it. As soon as I see a plate pen, I put that motherfucker on another dish immediately because that thing's got some good ass fucking genetics. Mm hmm. It's nice when you get them, for sure. What kind of library you I got? I wish there, I knew Psycho? that. Um, I have maybe about mm, a dozen or so strains. I've got some stuff on swabs, but I'm having a hard time germinating swabs. Right. I made up some different agar today um, with a like five grams of LME and five grams of agar. Okay. How, how do you know to do that. your swabs? Do you, do you just drag your swabs across the agar or do you get a pedal method? Yeah. Um, I've tried a couple different methods. The ones, believe it or not, that I've been most successful with is actually the ones that I kind of drag across the agar and then on like the third dish or whatever, um, leave it like dunked in, but not with the tip touching the, not, not with the wood tip touching the agar because I've had contaminants. Um, right. When I do that. Yeah. My, I'm a, I'm a. Yeah, pretty much every time that damn wood touches the, the, the agar, it freaking grows nasty. Right. Somebody a, sent me three fucking um, swab sets. I'm trying to figure out who it was. It was a Choco Rojo, Steel Magnolia, um, and one other one. And I put these things on plates three days ago. And I looked at them last night. And the plates are covered in yeast. So whoever oh, it wow. is, whoever sent those to me, you know who you are. I'll <laughs> find you. <laughs> but, uh, but as, as far as uh, swabs, I'm a cheap ass, right? So... I, I like to take a really sharp pair of tweezers and flame them, and then I just grab a little tuft of cotton and pull it off the tip of that's the what, that's what swab I do and now. stick it right on the agar. And then yeah, I can save that swab for later. You know, it's like almost like a spore print. I, I can just use it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool taught me that, so I have done that in in the last um, several that I've done, and I um, I've only had like success with like two germinating out of like yeah, you, the six your agar. Your agar might be too thick, not thick, um, too hard. Um, put, put I think you're gram, right. Put one gram less agar in your yeah, in make your it a little more moist. And it'll soft. make it some moistage. And uh, moist. if you do the petals, like I told, like I showed you, go ahead and like dip them in, like press them in when you put it on. It'll keep them moist and keep them from done, you know, fucking up. But that's usually if you're having an issue and there's no germination, they're just looking for moisture and they're just getting not getting any from the plate. 
there you go. Well, I sent her the picture. But I don't know if she can look at it because she's on her phone. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think if I do, it might mute me or I may lose you guys. So, um, when, yeah. When you're got when you're on, on the phone, when you're on the phone and you go ahead and you leave the app on the phone. Waiting. Oh, there it is on Fapocult. That's nice. Yeah, I threw it on there. Those things are fucking cool as shit looking. So they're growing on just like in the ground, but they're finding there's like wood buried that's like under there, you know? Yeah. And then like deer poo piles and stuff. So or around close to that. So I figured yeah. just, uh, you know, maybe like 50% dirt, 25% wood chips, 25% poo of some type. Would probably make a pretty decent. Uh, very interesting. Oh, they're beautiful. They're absolutely yeah. beautiful. Where where do these grow natively? You Japan. said Japan? Japan. Yep. Oh wow. They're strong, reportedly, very strong little bastards. Well, remember how so, long it took uh, me to get that peyote strain? We'll get it eventually. Yeah. We just gotta find it. I, are these, I want do we know yeah, if they're a cubensis or are they like a yeah. a pan? They're a they're, uh, man, what the hell was their name? They're still, they're still a psilocybin the mushroom, but they're not a cube. It, it was, um, it started with a Z, didn't it? Zaps? Zapotec. Yeah. No. Zapotec. It had a really, no, it had a really fancy name. It's a porticorium or something. Yeah. It started um, with a Z, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Hold on. I can just do a reverse image search and find what the damn thing. Google's fucking with me right hey, now. Hey, look, I'm, I just want to Discord toxic saying, uh, are those zaps? Yep, so they started with, uh, yes. Psilocybe zapoticorum? That's what it is. I think that's what those are. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Discord right now. Toxic is asking if they were zaps. Yeah, God, they're so cool. But no, those come from Mexico, the zapoticorum. You shut your damn mouth there, talking to me. According to Wikipedia, you know, which is the uh, be all end all, of course. Well, if it's not yeah. on Wikipedia, it has but, to be true. But I can't tell by the colors of the picture. Sorry. They're fucking green. Trim's, Trim's like, well, I see a gray mushroom. So that's got to be it. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're green, dude. They're like, they're like trick green. They're, they're real green. They look just like mycelium. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys got they're me teasing blend, myself. Look at this. I'm just going down a yeah, they're blending in. I can't tell them apart. But uh, they're just so cool. They're just so different looking. And it's like it's just something that I've got to have because they're so different. Right? They're like my unicorn. Uh, I want it, I, I want those ones that paralyze people too. I don't know why, but I want them. Well, you never know. When the apocalypse happens, you're gonna want to be able to Well, they don't do it no, to everybody. No. That's the weird part. You need to get the bioluminescent mushrooms. Those are so cool. I want to make uh, night lights in a jar. They're so they're really not that bright. Um, like, you, are you talking about the um, the uh, bioluminescent, uh, uh, like the purple the ones? Trumpets? The trumpets? They're no, really they're actually they're bright. they're actually the cubensies. They're cubensies that are fucking. They're uh, photo. Um, it's a word I'm looking for. They glow in the dark. Uh, luminescent. luminescent. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, they're, there's Who the a few. fuck there's made like those? I don't know. Somebody had to have made them. Because sure. that wouldn't be, yeah, I don't, I don't think those were natural. I mean, you could CRISPR anything. CRISPR, you can buy CRISPR kits online. So you can make glow in the dark cubes if you want to. 
I just don't think it's a good idea to let Deadpool do it. Right? <laughs> yeah, next thing you know. Did you guys see um which that, which one of you has that, cock holding going on? Oh no. You what? Did you say cock holding? Call holding. You don't hear that beep beep. I, no, I don't hear anything. I don't have a phone. No. I'm on the computer. So. I'm on a computer. Oh. One of y'all's got a call holding. Yeah. It could be a tumor. <laughs> yeah. Is your eye twitching when it this is, is happening? Tumor. Is, is, it, is your <laughs> eye twitching while you're hearing this shit? Are you smelling burnt toast? Yeah, it's just a burnt toast. Is that what that smell is? <laughs> oh shit! But you guys. So, if anybody out there has spores of this Zappa cattle, blah, 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 the green sandwich, I will hook you up like a motherfucker. Let me know. Oh shit! Yeah, I'll give you all sorts of random goodies. Damn. I mean, I'm talking like six for one. I'll let you pick the six you want. So, and I'll have quite, quite the collection. All right. So, anyways. So, uh, what kind of... How are you growing, anyways? Are you, are you doing bags, tubs, both? Oh, wait. First no, off. I'm... You're outside the unmodified shoe boxes. Yes, my outside grow. Did you see that? That was I fantastic. Did. Told you, congratulations! You ne- never give up on the mycelium because they always want to grow. But that was one of the grows where the where the uh, mycelium and the trick farmer were able to work in harmony and still produce something where everybody was happy in the end. And I'm actually on my second flush. It's working. It's uh, it's repairing itself. The mycelium is um like repairing itself, and it looks like it's gonna try to. Flush again. Nice. Oh, I, yeah, well, the I, I think I still think it, that's what it's a UV light because when you had that bag out there, even in the shade, the UV light, the, the trick can't take care of it. All right, it can't handle it, so it dies out on top, which gives a mushroom a foothold on the top of the fucking thing. But underneath the surface, it's a big fucking fight. You know what I mean? So that's gonna make yeah. the mushrooms want to go ahead and fruit because they need to get their spores the hell out of there. But yeah, it's. And they they've moved really fast compared to like the same strain in the tub. The by the time the pins set in and they actually came up and opened, it was like a three day period of time. Where inside it took like almost five days. Oh yeah. Wow. Plus uh, the outside ones are always going to be denser uh, when you dehydrate them. They're gonna they're you're gonna you're gonna lose maybe seventy percent instead of the ninety that you normally do. They're uh, the sunlight definitely helps with that. Not a regular, not an indoor light. Shorter too, and like thicker. They do absolutely. Yeah. So that annoying noise was me the whole fucking time. I, I know we all we all knew it was you because you're the only one that could hear it. Yeah, that's like beep beep, and I was like, which one of you has call holding going on? And no, it was my fucking headphones dying. Like they were like, you're twenty percent. You better plug in. And so it took me. I was like, oh shit. And I was like, huh. problem solved. No. His headphones He's... were crying for dear life. We're going to die, man. <laughs> Dude, the battery on them lasts so long, I forget to charge them. Like, it lasts, like, weeks. So I just, I forget to charge it. Have you, anybody, anybody here used the uh, glow-in-the-dark mica? No, but I... There's glow-in-the-dark mica? Yeah, I, or, I ordered some yesterday. Yeah, for the I've heard good things about it. I just have never tried it. I, I ordered, I ordered a couple jars of it last night just to give it a try. 
Oh, you already like know that Amazon uses me as its bitch on the daily. I do not need to add that to cart, man. Well, but you need no, to go I ahead and let me try it first before. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, make sure it be... some weird chemical that's gonna inhibit mycelium or something. Yeah, or make sure. it glow in the dark and eat sparkles and be fucking like unicorn mycelium. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, I'm gonna grow it first. <laughs> <laughs> Now I kind of want to crisper some cubes. Yeah. Our cubes. It wouldn't be hard. No. Did you see that you can cross a cube with lichens from like the trees? I saw that. Ultra was talking about that. But yeah. They're lichens yeah. are a collection of animals. They're not like one thing. Well, no, they have like this harmonious relationship with each other because the mycelium can't normally do what the lichen does and vice versa. So they work together to meet the end goal. What kind of Jew crazy shit is that? I don't That's know. It baffled. It's, it kind of like trike. it's kind of like trike, you know, you know, they work together in nature to help the plants. Everything, everybody gets what they want. You know, it's just when we're sitting here working in a bag in a tub and you give them both the exact environment they need to grow, Trike's just a stronger fucking animal in the fucking lab. Oh, my God. If only my ceiling could grow as well as Trike. Right? But here's my question. Has anybody no. found anything that successfully kills it? Is it just the UV light? Is that it? Um, squid ink. Sure. I'm trying that now. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying that now, so I don't know if you're trolling the hell out of me or if you're fucking serious, but I'm, I fucked around. We're going to find out, guys. There you go. No, it really works. Yeah. I've, Since everybody I've, fucking let my goddamn secret out. But yeah, no, it really works. It really, it really does work. Well, I live in the middle squid. of the woods. Apparently, when you live in the middle of the woods... There's trike all around you, like times yeah. ten. It, yeah, it's it's just just everywhere. He's <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'd I'd be willing to but say that in, in the developed world, it's probably the most common. Leave your damn well that and aspergillus, but leave your flow hood going all the time. I don't know why everybody turns the damn thing off. Just leave it running twenty four seven. Just have a pre filter on it. Let, yeah, let, say, make sure you got a nice pre filter. Yeah, yeah. Make sure it's constantly cleaning the air, man. Like. So I thought about buying one of those big, thick furnace filters from Roll King because they have different filters than what I can get online and at like your local Walmart and what have you. Don't spend too much money on your pre-filter though, because you put that thing on there and all of a sudden you have too much backflow and yeah, no. you're not going to get what you need. So you need to play. No, you with just it first. need like a you just need like a like a ten or eleven or uh, you know you don't need anything crazy for your pre-filter. Yeah, just to get the, the big stuff. Yeah, you don't want to do like a MERV 13 pre-filter because that's way too much. It's too much work on your 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 fan. It's going to burn the fuck out. Yep. So, yeah. The next thing I'm going to build is I'm going to build a vertical flow hood. Dude, I'm in the process of doing that right now. I actually so have... So ready to get the fuck out of here and be back on the farm. Yes. Yeah. I, I, went, I went backwards in time and built a steel air box. Dude, I love, dude, that thing looks Yeah, well, your thing's fucking cool. Fuck. Yeah, thing it's some like alien space age shit. It's fucking cool as shit. 
It's what everybody wishes their still air box looked like. Right. Right. And it's a uh, it's an incubator also. For chickens? No, that's right. You just see it's mounted something on that thing. It looks that's yeah, I just I, I I got one of those big uh fifty gallon aquarium uh reptile heaters, the adhesive yeah. kind. I just stuck it on the back wall and put the temperature probe inside of it. Perfect. Seventy seven degrees. That works great. Mm-hmm. It, nice gentle heat. Works perfect. Yeah, just try to keep that door closed. <laughs> yeah. What door? Oh, I, I'm not in the. I'm not in my mush lab right now. Oh, yeah. my mush camper. That's where my yeah. flow hood is out in the camper. I gave up on that fucker. Yeah. Till till spring anyway. Right. Well, you. That's another four yeah. months away. <laughs> well, I I've got a perfectly fine setup in my basement now. Yeah. Is spring that far away for you, northern people? It no, is we got literally snowing right now. Yeah, I I, I had a blizzard yesterday. Are you fucking kidding me? It was 80 degrees today. Like everything's green as hell. Nah. We uh the town near me right now, so far for this season, has 86 inches of snow. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. He's like, That's crazy, like I haven't Carol's like, I haven't seen that much snow in my entire life. <laughs> no, when me I was either, a kid, <laughs> I grew up in uh, I grew up in Idaho. I used to see, you know, it would sometimes like snow for a week and drop 10 fucking feet of snow. But it's like nowadays, though, it's like hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking when I was at my... nine or ten, it was cool because like school was out, right? But right. Nowadays, I would just be one giant fucking apocalypse because I can't just call in and be like, "Yeah, YOLO, I'm not going to show up to work today because you know people it's might snowed. need rescuing and shit and fuck the snow." Yeah, so. Dude, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at my ten day forecast right now, and it's it's snowing at least until next Wednesday, and my high is of thirty three. So it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Spring is yeah. supposed to be it's, here right now. Well, I think today awesome. was my highest. It's going to be like seventy two to seventy six all the rest of the week, with like twenty five percent chance of sprinkles and nice yeah. big fluffy clouds. Sprinkles. With like 10 mile an hour you get cupcakes in yeah. fucking Texas. Yeah. Happy I'm ones. Just, I'm, just hoping, I'm just hoping we get a slow warm up because if we get a fast one, we're going to have floods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jesus, you've got is that thick, heavy snow? Because that stuff turns out to be like so many gallons per feet, they can calculate it. And yeah. it turns out to be like stupid amounts of water. Yeah. Like stupid amounts of water. The, the, but the even worse part is when it starts, it warms up a little bit. So it kind of melts and then. At night it freezes again, so we have two inches of nothing but ice rink everywhere. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, the lo- somehow. And the local news had the uh, the snow removal guys on, and they said that they're running out of places to put snow. They don't have storage for it anymore for off the streets. Why would you want to store it? Why don't you just pile it up on random empty lots? That's they do. What they mean that's what they and mean. They're There's running no out empty of empty lots. lots. <laughs> There's no more empty lots to put the snow. Okay, we, have, so we, think, have, we have Kmart's and Walmart's that at wintertime, half the parking lots are yep. nothing but huge snowbanks that are about 30 feet tall. So when we run out of that nice. stuff, uh, yeah. basically they stop snow plowing and it's like, all right, if you can get to work, you can get to work. And they yep, just and, and those, those big snowbanks stay until like June. They oh, do yeah. not go away. The best 30. part is, is the kids go there as the snow melts because they're going to find like $30, $40. Because as they're fucking snow plowing and putting everything in there, anything oh, that yeah. was caught in there, it's like thirty, forty dollars. And I went to each one of those snow banks. I remember doing that when I was a kid. <laughs> I find awesome. I find money in Walmart parking lots all the time. Nobody ever looks down anymore. I don't know what's wrong with people. Yeah. 
they're busy on their phones. Because they're on their phones. Yeah, yeah, they're just staring at their screen. They're not looking past yep. the screen. I like watching people walk into walls. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody walk into yeah. a sign at a fucking Walmart the other day. They're walking, go leave with their card, pull out their phone, head first, right into the fucking sign. Ding! And then looking around them, waving at them. <laughs> yeah, I saw that shit. Oh, I, man. <laughs> I, when I was in my 20s, I was on a base, and I was drunk, and the, the uh, base cops were chasing me. I ran head first into a stop sign, just full bore. The whole the cop let me go. He was laughing so hard. He's like, no, no, yeah. just, just go. He's like, you've been right up. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, uh, I was, I walked into these houses. So the houses here, some of them are built kind of more like, uh, like Mexican houses, like from Mexico where they're real short roofs. Like, so I'm a tall you guy. Stucco build? A stucco build? Kind of. But even though they're stick built houses, they might only have like a six foot six roof on the inside. Right. So, like, if they have, but a lot of these people are really, really short. Like, they're like deep Mexican American. Yeah, deep. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been in a, a house like that in Florida that was built by uh, Mexican. Yeah, so they're like they're like the tallest guy in the family might be five foot two, right? Mm-hmm. So that's normal height distance for them. You know, like they want to be able to like clean their ceilings if they're eight foot tall. There's four foot of house they're not using, right? Right. So uh, it's easier for them to heat and cool and everything if the house is squattier. Well, for me, it's a fucking nightmare because I walk into these houses and have to like dodge ceiling fans that are like literally <laughs> chin high. Right? Yes, right? I have been there. I, I feel your pain, bro. I, I feel, feel your pain. It. One time we walked into this house. This lady was a it was a diabetic and had passed out. And so we're like kid who was like five or six had called nine one one. And so uh, we I walked into this house and I was so focused on the lady who had fallen down. I did. I walked into a ceiling fan that was going full fucking speed and it cracked me right right across the bridge of my fucking nose. Ouch. And it was just like a blinding fucking pain. And then there's the instant rage that you have to yeah. let subside. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, man down, man down. That, that that edge just I mean it didn't cut the skin or anything, but my whole bridge of my nose and like my eyes were like purple. Wow. It was like cracked the cartilage on the top of my nose. Right. It was just the most instant blinding pain. And I was like, I'm like falling down on the ground. My partner's like, because there's a big old whack. My first like, what? Are you shot? Let's go. They're trying to drag me out the door. I'm like, ceiling fan. Yeah. Ceiling fan. It's not a sniper. Not a sniper. Yeah. yeah. My partner's trying to grab me by the back of my fucking shirt, drag me out the, the door, thinking that we got shot because we get ambushed pretty on the regular. And uh, we have some crazy guy jump out behind, you know, with a knife or suicidal or, or try to hit you with a shovel or stab you with a pitchfork or something. Wow. Pretty on the regular. You don't get and, paid uh, enough. And uh, so, like, we try to let the cops go in first, but there's just not enough of them. And they and everybody yeah. hates cops for some fucking reason. And I I'm like, why. no, I really don't have a problem with them because I work with them all the time. But anyway, um, they yeah. <laughs> so we get so we have like instant, like, you know, we're always on alert, like looking for dogs, dog sounds, dog noises. And it was just, Wah! And it was it wow. was so loud. It was like it sounded like somebody shot you like a twenty two. I was like, <laughs> I feel like it. Right. And like, how, how tall are you, know, you again? I'm like six six. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense then. Yeah. I'm tall. 
I'm used to being like the tallest guy around, and how am I the shortest motherfucker in our group? How I'm only six you? foot one. Well, you are, aren't you? I'm six three. So yeah, you guys are all like, oh, you little fella, little fella. <laughs> That's okay, little fella. <laughs> it's all right, it's little all right. buddy. And I'm I'll like six foot there, one, bro. and I'm fucking and, and I'm towering above all my friends around here. And How's I, the weather I, down there? Yeah, I talked to all my yeah. other, all my real friends on here, and they're, you're all guys like, oh, little midgets. Just like a dwarf from my midgets. No, six 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 is tall anywhere you go. I mean, that's that's pretty yeah. tall. I just I didn't start growing until later in life, and then I just didn't me stop. either. I was five yeah. foot one in ninth grade. Yeah, that crazy. I was like five foot fucking two when I was like freaking sixteen years old, and then just one day, just went bloop. like in the military, I just grew. Same here. Yeah, like it was just finally. I'm sure it had nothing. I'm sure it had nothing to do with the shots that you got in fucking boot camp, right? You know, it had to do with. <laughs> I think personally it had to do with actually getting real nutrition, you know, like food. Right. Oh, Could right. be. Regu- Could be regular really fucking be. food. Meals, not having to fight cats yeah. for your dinner. Yeah. Wolverines and badgers and shit out there. You don't have to fight bears, dude. At least you don't have to fight bears. Not with a hockey stick. That's intense. I'm not sure if I would even fight that stupid bear. I'd have been so, like, pop out the door with the. Three, like a suppressed 300 blackout and pop the damn thing in the head and be like, oh, he died of a stroke. He had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Well, as soon as you get rid of the bears and other shit starts moving in. And they're even more of a pain in the ass than the bears. You know? So it's... How do you... What's your scale? How is bear not the top of the pain in the ass? Well... Giant apex predator. They can move you, you have mountain lions. You have mountain lions. You have moose. Moose are got... the worst. Well, yeah, we don't, lions, we don't have moose around here. But. Mountain oh, lions are, are pets in Texas. People have, because you can have exotic anything you fucking want in Texas, right? Mountain lions are surprisingly pretty popular to have as pets. Like pets you can walk into nuts. people's house and they have pet mountain lions sitting on the sofa. And mountain lions make good pets because you can you, go. You look at them and they say, I, I, I want to go fast. No, dude, they, we've got really, really lazy. They just sit there. We've wow. got one of these animals around here. Have you ever heard? Of, it's I think it's a lesser cat. A lesser cat. What did you fucking call me? A lesser what? cat. Who the what? There's a, a fun... fisher cat. Fisher cat. Lesser. That's what it is. Yeah. It's fucking. It's got bird. a huge fluffy. It's it's like a fucking big raccoon with a huge long fluffy tail around here, and when it's in the woods at night, it sounds like a crying baby. It's the weirdest fucking thing in the world. Oh no! I'll be I'll be wild. sitting in my jacuzzi. I'll be sitting in my jacuzzi, and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, there it is." But that's that- a goddamn skinwalker. That's what that fucking is. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Not going out there. Nope. nope but nope. then, so when they attack one of the animals, like it, it, it bit my dog once because my dog chased after one. They leave this fucking round, perfectly round hole where they bite the animal. It's the weirdest fucking thing. It looks like somebody just fucking took Are a you scalpel. fucking sure you don't have like some sort of demon critter? Right? Because this doesn't sound like a real animal. The moth man like or Chupacabra? I don't need to lie because my life is that fucked up, okay? Wow. You've got a crying baby raccoon cat that fucking leaves the cuts perfect circles of fucking animals. Just like a cookie cutter shark, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, the land-based crying baby cookie cutter shark raccoon yeah. cat. Uh, yeah. right. You laugh. It sounds terrifying. Fuck your, fuck your part of the country. Keep it up there. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like we just have, we just have like, well, they're, they're on the green belt here in the city. There's a lot of uh, 
um, wild hogs, and uh, sometimes you get javelinas. Javelina don't play. Javelina will fuck you up. Like, they're mean. They make this big, crazy popping noise with their teeth. Well, uh, it, it's, it sounds like uh, like those little, like pulling a, a plunger off the fucking floor. You're like, pop, pop, pop. And uh, that's them just opening and closing their mouth real fast. They're not actually a pig. They're uh, they're more closely related to rodents, but they're the size of a fucking pig. So it's like a fucking big ass guinea pig. Well, you've seen a javelina, right? They're like narrow pigs. They're tall, narrow pigs, yeah, and with crazy ass teeth. Um, and they'll chase your ass down. They hate dogs, so they'll chase dogs down and kill them. But if you're walking your dog, they'll chase you down too and just cut you open from you know, all the way from your ankle to your freaking guts. Because they got crazy, crazy teeth. That's we have to you have to kind of be careful of those guys. But they smell so bad that uh, people call them like skunk pigs and things like that. Because they smell so bad that you can you can usually know that you're getting close. You to know, them. you know, they're around. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't they usually surprise them. Yeah, they're pretty smelly. Like, uh, but they're they're fun to hunt. I mean, yeah, kind of hunt them from. Well, anything's fun to hunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Murder boner. Just, just take a sharpened stick. Yeah, oh, that would be a bad it. idea. Their skin's pretty <laughs> tough, bro. They're they're not like like they got tougher skin than pigs do. Javelina don't play. Um, the feral hogs. At this point, everybody's so habituated to them in Texas that kids will just like throw a soccer ball at them if they're on the field, you know, like, just uh-huh. to get them run away. But uh, they are. Uh, there, I'm not really. I never really had a big problem with the feral hogs. I've always, I always carry a pistol. I've shot them with a nine millimeter successfully and killed them. While I was out, we were out hiking, and my dog, my little fat ass rat terrier, who still thinks she's 17 fucking years old and still thinks that she's a spry little freaking t- puppy, and you know, so she, she's like, oh hey, I'm gonna go take out that 300 pound fucking boar for you, Dad. Don't fucking worry about it. I got this shit. <laughs> You know, so she'll run up to him and just fucking like, argh, and just bite him on the fucking ass and then realize she made a terrible mistake. And so she makes a beeline back for me. You know, and I'm like, Fuck. yeah, hold, hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So I've, we've, I've shot him before and they, they died pretty fine with a nine millimeter. If you're just good shot. Him, right? Nah. Yeah, that's why they come with 17 round magazines. You just, right. you just put all, you just pull the trigger until the threat stops. But that's what's called stopping power where you come from. <laughs> so are is morel season coming your guys' way yet? I know me and Dead. We don't have those. Oh <gasps> yeah, sucks to be you guys. No, we don't no. have morels. We have trumpets and um the like Herculeum, like the the all of the bearded stuff. We have all that, like nice. beard's tooth and um, I'm 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 saving up to get me some morel hunting supplies, dude. What you got to make sure so, you get the, that one thing on your phone. You stare at it for thirty seconds. Oh kind of looks God. like a, the hive of a bee, a beehive, a frame. And it, when you after you're done looking at that, and you look around, the morels pop out like they're it's insane. It's, it's crazy. Oh, I, I I found some things called fungi. They're mushroom hunting glasses, and they make the morels look white while you're walking through the woods. What? Yes. They're supposed to be. They help you yeah. find. They help you find antlers and morels. And then there's a, a 395 nanometer ultraviolet black light. You can take that out in the woods, and the and the morels glow when you shine them on it. 
at night. What? Get the fuck? Wow. I didn't know that. You're going high tech. I'm, I would just be the, I'm, I'm a high tech redneck. I'm going for it, man. I would just take like a bunch of kids out there and be like, y'all are short, close to the ground. Go look. This is what we're looking for. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've been into mycology and mushrooms for oh, 20 years, you know, because I started out years ago. I actually worked at a mushroom farm. Uh, um, a big production one, you know, where they grow like pizza mushrooms and stuff. Right. Yeah. So I've been interested in them for years. I've been looking up here for five years straight trying to find morels, and last year was the first year I found them. Damn. So now I now I got a spot, but I guess now that, so now you go back there every year, you're good. Yeah, we so, have uh, uh, wild um, onions and wild garlic here that people treat like they're gold. But I'm gonna use this high tech stuff and start looking all over for them. At the Indian market, they have they had dried morals. Can you clone them and you should, like, yes. you should reproduce be able to, yes. them? Reproduce might be tough, but you can clone them. No, it's easier. Remember the bucket tech with the fucking uh, buttermilk and shred them up and mix it. Well, in yeah, outdoors, outdoors. Water around. Yeah, outdoors, easy. If you do it yeah. inside, you have to be able to use your fridge. It needs to yeah. cool down. And what you have to do is you have to put that inside another container and you have to put the food source next to where the mycelium is. What happens is the mycelium will leave what you buried. It'll go over to where the food is, work its way up to the surface, eat the food, and then transfer it all the way back to the bag on the other side of that container. And then it'll fruit right there. But it won't fruit where you had the food. There has to be two separate locations. Okay, so the way that I've seen it work is you make your substrate that's, and um, so you have a woody based substrate, and you're going to mix that up in the bottom of a container, and then the top. So, like, I've seen people use like table bussing pans, yeah, you know, like the the big plastic tubs that are open on the top, they're just a big plastic table bussing tub, and about half of it is filled with the wood substrate that they mix their grain spawn in. Um, and then they put dirt on top of that, just fucking dirt. And they plant like uh, winter wheat on top of that, like and or like uh, ryegrass seed. I've seen a whole bunch of different shit. And so they pop the whole fucking thing. They put some like plastic wrap over the top of it. Pop the whole fucking thing in refrigerators and leave that damn shit in there for like four or five months. Then they take it out and put it into a refrigerator set to like. 48 to 50 degrees and have some little lights, some LED lights in there so the grass will start growing. And once the grass gets up about three or four inches, the morels start growing. Um, and that's how I've seen them do it. And that's how they're doing it currently on what are what's becoming these commercial greenhouse type uh, morel farms. I haven't seen that, that one yet. Yeah, that's, that's the only tech I know. I didn't know yeah. that the morel will grow legs and walk across, you know, the desert to go find food and then and what? Dude, pump it's it awesome. back. Like, but uh, that's all I've seen is it is they just have two layer substrate, but they need to have the mycorrhizal relationship with something in order to fruit, and they're getting really good success. So out of one of those tubs, they're getting you know a pound or so of freaking morels over a period of time. Um, and, and then they're breeding the what what I saw with. You they can breed them the same way we do. You can breed them to get yeah. the huge morels, or you can breed them to have a flush of morels. So you know, yeah, there's a, the morel uh, two fifty seven. I think is the uh, is the uh, current like production strain is like strain two five seven, 
and it's it's supposed to be the one that's the most forgiving in like uh, cultures, like be able to grow it like that in the refrigerator. But for the longest time, that was supposed to be like some great secret. But I read it on a freaking forum. I didn't believe the guy because it was somebody who got fired from a company that was trying to figure that shit out. So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go tell everybody how we did it. And I didn't believe him. And then he posted pictures, and I was like, huh. That's pretty smart. I'm going to be doing a lot of experimenting with them this summer. So. You I'll, guys try, got cool I'll, I'll try everything. You guys got cool enough uh, area that I would just, uh, I could, you could probably just do it all outside. Oh, I'm going to do that I mean, too, but I'm, I'm going to do outside yeah. and inside. I'm going to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. I'll just buy a Craigslist refrigerator. And I'm not going to be hiding the information from anybody. So. <laughs> well, well, now it's pretty yeah, public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> hopefully Big Mushroom doesn't come after me for saying that if I figure them out. Yeah. <laughs> Big Mushroom. So, <laughs> you were saying that you grew up, you, you were working on a mushroom farm. Those were those, uh, uh, those white button mushrooms. Yep. Right? The, so, the, the farm I worked at grew uh, white buttons, portobellos, enoki, um, pretty much all of the gourmets. But the gourmets were well, grown the, on satellite farms and they were brought Aren't into the button mushrooms, mushrooms and portobellos the same fucking thing? And then, no, I, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Cremini and portobello are the same. The, min, the miniature okay. browns. But then I thought that, like, well, yeah, I guess mushroom... technically the the button is a, a leucistic or a, a albino version of them too. So yeah, you're right. They yeah. are all the same. I thought it was all fucking same, and the button mushrooms were just the little white fuckers were when they first came up, and they're basically the pins. And the creminis were when they were half fucking grown, and then the goddamn portobellos were when they were full grown. They're all Close. the same shit. It, the yeah. the white buttons are the albino version of the cremini and the portobellos. They're just a. A variety, I guess you call so, it. So is there a portobello, an albino portobello? I've never seen those. That would be a white Nobody button. Nobody wants to eat that shit. You Nobody mean a full-grown button shit. that actually opened up? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen anybody take one that far. That's what I'm saying. Well, I I don't, because nobody wants to eat a giant slab of white that doesn't look like anything. Like you can't. The reason that people like the portobellos is you could grill them and use them as a meat substitute. They're just yeah, going to but... bite into a giant fucking flabby white thing. You know, it's... It would probably Nobody's taste about the same. <laughs> it's gonna say if it's just an albino, it's gonna taste the same. But I'm saying yeah, people, you put them visually, in visually. Yeah, I guess yeah. if you want to say yeah. visually, you eat with your eyes first. They say. Yeah. What if you're blind or colorblind? Hey, Trim doesn't know hey. what he's eating. Trim doesn't know what color his food is. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think blind people can pretty much make up for it by feeling and and, and the sense of smell. What? It's a what? So it's all right. I don't Like feeling their food, they can feel the texture and stuff like that before they eat it, and it smells. You can can feel. You can feel if something's leucistic. No, but they can be like, "This feels gross." (laughs) Do do I need to give a? a, That's shiitakes for me. (laughs) Shiitakes feel gross. They're they're gross to me. I don't. I can't do it. I try. I want to grow them. I just don't think I can eat them. They you know, keep me Sell them. God, they're so good in like 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 soup bases. And stuff. I will tell you that shiitake stink when they're sliced. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, Dude. that's what skeeves me out. I can't get past the smell and the texture. Oh. Like they, they're like a sponge. They whenever, soak up whatever you cook them in. Whenever I brought or the, you know worked at the mushroom factory, they bring the shiitakes in off the trucks to slice them. I could not they go in that stink. room while they were slicing them. It was horrible. They really do stink. <laughs> I like them in, in like 
the but they do taste good ramen and stuff like that, dude. Yeah, great. once once you cook them, they're they're very tasty. But yeah, I understand your your aversion to the smell. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I went to the Asian market and I bought like four different kinds of fresh mushrooms with the intent just to try to clone them all. Oh, that works. Did you get to go yet? Yeah. How many? But, you yeah. got? Um, I got some like anakis and some like king oysters and. Nice. The beach mushrooms. Yeah, they're very easy to clone. Yeah, wine cap. Wine cap. Just rip the sample from the inside. I, I think chestnuts are fascinating looking ones too. I just love their look. They're cool. They're so cool looking. Um, I have not had massive success with them. They're, they've been a hit and miss for me. The ones that I think that are the probably the easiest set and forget shit is fucking Anoki. There's you get people grow them in like twenty ounce poke, like Coke bottles. Like they're yep. fucking stupidly easy to grow. Just some straw and some dark, and that's pretty much it. That you're done. So there's been a lot of issues with Enoki's uh, getting uh, contaminated oh. lately. Yeah, I don't know what they I don't wow. know what they're getting in them, but but I'm sure that has something to do with the way they're processed, most likely. Probably. Yeah. But a lot of these Asian stores have a local buyer. Expect like a local grower. So like if you see the, the stuff in the Asian store that just looks like it's been hand wrapped, that stuff mm-hmm. did not come from somewhere far. It came from someone in town. Right. Like a, yeah. But so I don't mind, but I buy a lot of vegetables and stuff from the Asian stores. We don't have those here. Asian I love stores. Those little stores. They're my favorite. Asian store stores. I honestly could not tell you where the nearest one was to me. Sucks living in the boonies. And they things. have agar. It's 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 amazing. They have all the good things. The well, they, I I want one of those big ass uh, fly shields that Piero's always talking about. Oh yeah, the yeah, big fucking. Uh, the drink. You can buy them on Amazon. They're only like ten bucks on Amazon. Are they? Yeah, they're cheap. Fuck that. Just use the fuck as grain out of your window. That's you what I use that. now. But it's, it's just really convenient to have something that's bigger than the 55-gallon drum barrel. So, like, one of our, me and John's hobbies involves making alcohol. And so it's really nice to have something that's bigger than the 55-gallon drum barrel so you can just set it on there and drain all your liquid back mm-hmm. into the 55-gallon drum barrel. Yeah. Super nice yep. to have that. Wait, so Wait. talking about alcohol, because I feel like I had this conversation with Deadpool. What about like silly wine, like psilocybin, like with mead. mead style? So like you're making it with like, yeah, you're making it with like the blue honey. So do you make the blue honey first and then ferment it? Or do you get away with making a mead base and then adding the silly mushroom? Honestly, I would flavor? probably just add to, I, honestly, I'd probably just ferment it all and fucking together like at once. I'll, I was going to say, I would do the mead, make the mead. Silly, make obviously blue honey, and then make the mead like that because at that point in time, I'm assuming the fermentation the same way as making a tincture. You know, even yeah. with the alcohol, the alcohol is not going to kill the psilocybin. It's still going to no. be there. So people keep telling me it's going to kill. It's going to kill the psilocybin. I don't think so, no. but I don't know no, for sure because will. this year is going to be my first time trying. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. It, it's uh, it's water. Yet. It's it's water and alcohol soluble. So that's how you get all of it out from. Like, exactly. Yeah, you wash it in water than wash it in alcohol. Yeah. But, uh, if you the only freeze thing you have to really... dry them, 
Do quick. they retain more alkaloids if you freeze dry the mushrooms? I heard you guys talk freeze, about them being puffy. The freeze dried mushrooms that I have freeze dried have been stupidly fucking potent, but they're fluffy as fuck because it causes all the cells to explode. So they work really, really, really well in um, like cooking, active <laughs> cookies, cooking stuff like that, making candies, making chocolates and stuff because they rehydrate to nothing because the cell, they're not gritty. Because the cells aren't there to be gritty, you know, like they get the grit when you like dehydrate them. So they just right. they go to nothing. Like yeah, a, jar, a quart they, jar of mushrooms will, with a t- couple tablespoons of freaking water, turns to just a couple of tablespoons of black ink looking shit. So uh, it, well, that's not that's the whole <laughs> problem is when you have when you when you're eating the psilocybin with the mushrooms, the actual cell walls are the problem because they're made out of chitin, which is basically crab shells. And your body doesn't yeah. have the ability Which to digest through the cells. Right? Well, kind oh, of. Jesus. A lot of it, it gives you an issue with it, but you can't break. It, you don't have it in your system long enough to get all that psilocybin out. So I'm, I'm thinking that when Farrell does his fucking freeze drying, busts up in all mm-hmm. those cells, it's basically just free flowing out of everyone as soon as you add a little bit of water back. I'm yeah, no, it gets everything. really fucking intense, super fast. Yeah, that would be great, great for tinctures. Anybody that's had a danger cookie that I fucking made knows that they are dangerous. Like they're they they yeah. hit you like goddamn ton of bricks in the face. But and that, and it's all it is is just the danger cookie is just whipped cream and a uh, like a a mix, just the dry mix of a pudding, like instant pudding, mixed with whipped cream, and that's it. And sometimes if it's not sweet enough, I'll add a little bit of sweetener to it. But that's it. And then I just mix in however much I do the math and figure out like how many milligrams and stuff like that I want. And then I take that, which usually is a ridiculous amount if it's freeze dried because freeze dried is so fucking fluffy. They're like, hey, I'm going to make these like, you know, 10 gram, you know, things. And it's a pint jar of fucking fluffy ass, you know, stuff for 10 grams. And uh, <laughs> you just dump it in there and I mix it up and I just pipe it onto just with a you know, either a piping bag or just a Ziploc bag, and just pipe it to like make little cookie shapes and then pop it in the freeze dry. And uh, now, once it's freeze dried and everything, everything, oh, you know, freeze dried stuff doesn't last that long. Well, it doesn't last that long because you, you guys, it, it, the cell walls are all exploded. So all the psilocybin and psilocybin is, is exposed to the air and they can then, you know, um, oxidize. What's the word for it? Oxidize. Oxidation. Yeah. But once the freeze the freeze drying happens in a fucking pure vacuum, it's not going anywhere, guys. It's not going anywhere. It's like a hundred millibars for pure vacuum vacuum is zero millibars, and atmospheric is twenty five hundred millibars. So it's as close to goddamn space as you can get, and <laughs> negative forty freaking degrees. Well, as soon as it's done, the machine beeps at you, sends you a text to your phone. You just go open the damn thing, take them out, and put them in vacuum sealed pouches, and now they last. Forever. I have some freaking cookies I just gave away to a buddy of mine who's, uh, unfortunately, is a real good guy, but his son died. And um, him and his wife have been going through a lot of really, really depressing shit. And so, I, you know, they were like, hey, uh, we kind of want to try to, you know, it's been a year or so, and we kind of wanted to retry, like, reset our brains. I was like, I got the thing for you, buddy. I, I got you, fam. <laughs> so, uh, I got the medicine yeah. here. Yeah, so uh, they they did a danger. They split a danger cookie, which is supposed to be three point three four grams per cookie. It's about the same size as an Oreo, 
And um, they, they fucked them up. And they were like, that was great. And I, do you got any more? I was like, yeah, here, go ahead, have some more. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I just gave them, you know, some that were like, oh, I don't know, 18 months old, 19 months old, 20 months old. And they're just as strong as the day that they came out of the freaking freeze dryer. Because right. you store shit properly. Store it away from the freaking sunlight. Store it in a vacuum. Or and they keep it dry, and it's it will last forever, forever and ever and ever. Everybody always stores shit in a fucking baggie, like some leaking ass single wall freaking <laughs> Ziploc baggie in the back of a drawer somewhere, and it just slowly rehydrates, rehydrates and rots. Sock. I yeah. I use a greasy McDonald's paper sack. Yeah, yeah you can do that too, right? Like, you know, just <laughs> add a little flavoring to it. But no, like store stuff in a vacuum. If you guys, almost everybody nowadays has a vacuum sealer, right? Get the little hose attachment that goes in that bitch with a jar lid top and fucking just pull a vacuum real quick on stuff before you throw it away. I love my vacuum sealer for that. It, I, I vacuum seal everything. Oh, yeah. 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 Gerbils, hamsters, crickets. Yeah. They all fucking. Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm bored, I'll throw handfuls of marshmallows in there and watch them swell up. It's fun. Yeah. They become huge. Yeah, but you've also got to be careful when you play. So there is a big learning curve with the freeze dryer. The freeze, I don't get wrong, love the freeze dryer to death. But like, if you put salt water taffy in there, all the things. Yeah, I I went through this period of time where we were like, will it freeze dry? You know, and we're we're making freeze dry candy. I, I remember seeing the dry. pictures. You had a shelf. Each shelf had a different kind of fucking slice of fruit. Yeah, everything. <laughs> it was fucking great. Well, you put saltwater taffy on there, and the little saltwater taffies. Online, I saw, oh, these saltwater taffies will just turn into little balls that are about the same size as the golf ball. It'll be cool. Fuck, I don't know where they got their saltwater taffy. Their saltwater taffy <laughs> like, like goddamn softball size monstrosities. They got sticky and just expanded to fill up the entire freeze dryer. And like, where they're like later on chipping out fucking like, like. Freeze-dried candy, the inside of the stainless steel drum. It was miserable. And um, <laughs> eggs, you can't whip eggs. Like, for eggs freeze-dry like a motherfucker, right? Like, they cut turn out great. And once eggs are freeze-dried, they last forever. And it's one-to-one. So, like, one teaspoon of freaking egg, one teaspoon of water makes one egg, right? It's really fucking easy to make. And it lasts forever and ever. And 144 dozen eggs fits in a five gallon bucket damn so now we know eggs so anyway we went through we freeze dried a lot of eggs well the first batch we did we'd read that if you're going to go ahead and you're going to dehydrate eggs that you will make just crack them on your blender wicks you know blend them all up real quick and then pour them on the trays and then put them in there yeah that's for if you're going to dehydrate them with a dehydrator not if you're going to freeze dry because now you've just added a bunch of oxygen to the freaking eggs, which are thick and viscous, right? So they the the first time we did eggs, they expanded like fucking marshmallows in a vacuum and filled up the entire <laughs> freeze dryer like to one solid block of fucking styrofoam egg. It was so miserable to try to get that out. Because all that water forms on the inside of the drum. That's how the drum works, right? The freeze dryer works. The drum itself gets super cold, and then the trays heat up super slowly. And so the water go, the water vapor, whatever you're freeze drying, goes from a being a, a solid to a, a gas without going through a liquid state, and it forms up an ice wall on the inside of the drum. 
has to go somewhere, right? And then so when you're when your freeze dryer is done, you pull all your trays out, they're perfectly freaking cracker crispy dry, and they last forever, but then you have to do a defrost cycle. And all that liquid that's on the inside of the drum goes down a little drain in the back. You push the dry button. It heats up automatically. It's totally automated. You give it a spray of rubbing alcohol, wipe down the inside of the drum, and you reset. The whole reset process takes just a couple seconds, and you're good to go. But um, now you've got styrofoam eggs that have, like, just filled up the entire drum inside the drum. It's a big drum. It's like the size of a small, like, household dryer. But now it's a solid block of styrofoam egg. And as it slowly rehydrates, it just turns to slime again. But the slime now is like a super um, foam, you know? It's not going to go back to foam. It's going to go back. It's going to become like super foam. It was like trying to clear out. Like, imagine if you filled the entire part of the drum full of like really cheap shaving cream and tried to get it out. It was fucking miserable. It Dude, it just cool. sounds like sensory hell. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was funny because, like, you go to bed, you like, you lovingly press the start button, and then you go to bed. And you figure tomorrow morning, I'm going to have something cool. You wake up tomorrow morning, it's just a fucking nightmare. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, like, so many things work so well. Like, I used to, when people would order, like, like substrate and grain and stuff from me way back in the day when I was selling all that stuff before Deadpool took it over. I would uh, I would send them like, you know, hey, here's some freeze-dried Skittles or here's some freeze-dried apple slices or pear slices or whatever. And it's just just to get rid of it so I could make some more, right? Because we were running out of places. Run out of space. <laughs> yeah. Because we were just like freeze-dried Biddle honey. Like, you remember the Biddle honey? Like the little oh, Biddle yeah. honey candies? You mm-hmm. freeze dry them, they turn like packing peanuts, but they get like the size of a hot dog. And it's just like, it's really cool <laughs> to eat. Like to eat it, it's like snap, and then it just like dissolves like cotton candy in your mouth to back to being a chewy thing. Kind of like one of those circus peanuts? Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It's great, man. They're great. They're like the best thing in the world. You can eat a whole shitload of them. And Whoppers, Whoppers do really cool stuff too. I've heard but, Skittles uh, are good freeze dried too. Oh, yeah. But only certain types of Skittles. A new type of Skittles with all the weird, like, tropical flavors and stuff don't really do that well. The oh. old type, because they've changed it to where they have artificial sweeteners instead of the regular sugar. Uh-huh. And the artificial sweeteners don't make that nougat stuff in the middle right so that it doesn't expand enough to crack the shell. They just gotcha. turn rock hard. They don't really get fluffy. But uh, Gotcha. I can talk about freeze dryers all day. I don't mean to hijack the thing. <laughs> yeah. They're just, it's a lot of fun. If you're going to store stuff, so like when we have uh, like our lion's mane and stuff like that, I freeze dry that shit and put it in capsules. Because um, lion's mane doesn't become fucking fluffy. <coughs> like, I don't know why, it just doesn't become fluffy. It just stays the same as it would be if it was uh, um, put through the uh, regular dehydrator. Nice. But it, it doesn't become fluffy. But it's really cool because I think it breaks all the cell walls open, but it makes it more active and more biologically available. Right. Makes sense. So oh, yeah. uh, steak, on the other hand, it doesn't break up meat. Like meat doesn't turn to mush when it's freeze dried. So oh, we took it doesn't, all... wa- doesn't have the water for the ice crystals because that's the only reason that happens because yeah. the ice crystals destroy <clears throat> the cell walls. So we would take like we'd buy steaks at the store when they were on sale. Or, like, just when we butchered a cow and we had, like, some lean steak. You don't want to freeze-dry fat. It doesn't freeze-dry well. But 
just like a lean steak. And so we'd take these steaks and we'd cut them up and then freeze dry them. If you do freeze dry like a ribeye or something like that with fat on it, it's only good for about two years. If you freeze, if you freeze dry something that is uh, a lean meat, it's good for 20 plus years. Okay. So um, if you do, so like you could take your ribeyes and freeze dry the bastards and then go on your hiking trip. And now instead of taking like one pound a piece ribeyes, they only weigh like two ounces, right? The freeze dry, they have, they're like, they look exactly like they would put going in, but now they only weigh two ounces with a a styrofoam like uh, consistency. Well, you just rehydrate them in water. They put them in a baggie, add a little water to them, and come back in 10 minutes, and they're back to being steak. You can grill them. You can fucking do everything with them like you would with steak. We cool. found that if we freeze-dry the steaks and then rehydrate them with butter. like Oh, it sucks it, in the butter? Yeah. It's, oh, no, instead of rehydrating them with fucking water, you rehydrate them with, like, clarified butter or, like, like a garlic butter. It's mind-fucking-blowing. Wait, wait, how about what? Ha- what happens if you freeze dry a dehydrated? They're gonna get nothing really. Uh, Same thing. It's not gonna. No, it's just gonna pull whatever residual moisture is out of it. But I mean, there's always some moisture in it. But I'm thinking that if you did that with your with the mushrooms, and then freeze dry them after you oh. dehydrated them. So they weren't so they, fluffy. They might not be as fluffy because the cell well, walls are already not, be... the cell walls are going to be sh- already shrunk and turned real hard by the dehydrating process. And exactly. That's why, they become, that's why they become like gritty. I think you'd right. have to dehydrate them fifty percent of the way to where they're still flexible, and then freeze dry them. But okay. if you dehydrate them all the way to the cracker dry, there's nothing to pull out of them really. And they're not going to be able to, the cell walls aren't going to be expand enough during the whole vacuum process. Right. By having the moisture inside of them to be able to crack them to pull them out. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. So, makes sense. Like, like, like tomatoes are really, really cool. When you freeze dry a tomato, it looks like a tomato, but then if you add water to it, it just literally goes to fucking tomato sauce. It, it, it turns cool. into ketchup immediately? Yeah. Immediately. You can take a perfectly round tomato. Throw it in the freeze dryer. Poke a couple holes in the skin. You know, of course, let the gas out. Um, and then freeze dry the thing and then just pour a spoonful of water over it and it just melts like cotton candy. Crazy. Because <laughs> there's not really any cell walls in a tomato, right? Like, they're all very they're all, liquidy. Yeah, they're liquid to begin with. Barely held together. But, yeah, corn is really, really great freeze dried. Like, you just buy cans of corn. Like, we go hunting and hiking and stuff. We freeze dry whatever we want to cook for that night. Like, we just make our own meals instead of taking, like, a big cooler. Full, the cooler's for beer, all right? I'm not fucking right. wasting meat and food and stuff in the damn cooler. It's for alcohol. <laughs> like, let's be serious here. So right? it's for drinks and alcohol. And we go out camping and, and hiking and fishing and stuff. We just freeze dry all of our meals real quick and uh, then take them with us. And it's just like the stuff we cook at the house where you can make cook. You can make pasta or cook in big amounts. Like, let's say you make a big stew. You have these big, deep trays. You just fill up the trays. That's 10 trays. Fill up all your trays. It holds maybe 12 gallons or so of food. And the trays, pop your trays in there, hit go. Now you have 12 gallons of stew ready to go. You just got to add water to it till you like it. Like add hot water to it, boiling water, and it's good to go. I mean, it goes right back to being the same stew that it was before you took the water out. Nice. So pasta really works really well. Um, really, really, really well. 
Uh, fresh pasta, obviously. Not no, it doesn't matter. Any type of pasta. So you take, you make your pasta, like make your lasagna, like you would cook it just normally, and then just cut it in squares. Put the squares on the freaking thing. The trays dehydrate the squares. Then you just take the squares, put them in a mylar bag, throw in an oxygen absorber. Twenty five years later, open that freaking mylar bag up, pop, pull the oxygen absorber out, throw in some little bit of hot water, and seal it back up, and it turns back into lasagna you made that day. A nice. lasagna. I fucking love it. Yeah, no, it works so well. It's like an MRE. Right? Yeah, well, no, MRE suck ass. Like, it's 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 way better. It tastes exactly like whatever it's you It's an cook. upscale MRE. Right? Yeah, really, really upscale MRE. MRE like, for real. What about ice cream? That's like the original oh, Space Man yeah. food, right? Like the oh, yeah. ice Everybody cream bars always, and stuff. One of the first things that people do when they get their freeze dryer is they start doing candy and ice cream because you can recoup the cost of your freeze dryer in about three months if you just make candy and ice cream and sell it to people online or like Etsy or like Facebook or stuff like that because most of that's covered under the cottage industry laws, which means that you, in Texas anyway, mm-hmm. which means that you can sell it, like, yeah. you know, whatever. It doesn't have to do anything to it. You just pop it in your own little bags and your own little marketing shit on it, throw a sticker on it and sell it. And uh, we did that and we recouped the cost of our all of our freeze dryers in just like three months. And uh, what about then the we stopped doing candy. Really not that bad. Um, the big freeze dryer is about like doing a load of laundry. Um, the okay. small, the medium, the medium freeze dryer, which I use for random experiments because it's faster. It doesn't have as big of a volume to like, you know, draw down a vacuum and stuff on the big, the big freeze dryer takes about 24 to 36 hours to run a load but you're looking it's at... It's a huge load, though. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, it is a big load. It's a lot of food. You're running 12 to 14 pounds of food in it at a time, right? So, but in the medium, you can run five to seven pounds, but you don't have to use that whole space. You can, you can, I can throw in a pound or two of something that I want to experiment with. Like, hey, will it freeze dry? Let's try it. Let's so, like, right now is wild onion and wild garlic season here in Texas. And so you got to be kind of careful. You got to know what you're looking for because you can get Lily of the Valley and fucking kill the shit out of yourself. But um, they, like if, it, if you dig it up and it has a little bulb and it looks like onion and it looks like, or it looks like garlic and you smell it and it doesn't have a fucking smell, it's Lily of the Valley. It will kill the shit out of you. If it smells like the strongest fucking onion or the strongest garlic you've ever tried, smelled in your entire life, it's edible. Eat it. So you could, I'll freeze dry. I'll set, I'll pick a laundry basket full of those bastards and just freeze dry the whole, then rinse them off real good and then freeze dry the whole damn thing. And then I'll take them and then I'll just like break them up and like put them in, you know, a gallon jar and use that as like chives for the whole year. Nice. But uh, yeah. And uh, so right now is that season. And so I'll, I'll run, will it freeze dry, you know, and put it, put small batch of stuff. We've done, one thing my wife's been doing is she's been freeze-drying people's uh, flower bouquets, like for their weddings. Oh, wedding shit? Yeah, so people go to the wedding and they want to, like, preserve their bouquet or, like, their, their corsage from, like, like some dance or something. Stuff? Yeah. Nice. Well, she'll, she'll charge them. I don't know how much, but she charges them a bunch of fucking money. But they bring the little flowers over, and then she ranges them like they would be, like, you know, according to the picture or whatever. Pops them in the freeze-dryer, freeze-dries them takes them out and puts them into a shadow box 
and like with their picture and like some memorabilia and stuff, and then you could sell it back to them. And those things are good for like until they fucking break the glass and let moisture in in the shadow box, you know, like it's good indefinitely. King Tut will fucking the, the 50th, you know, if they nice, we're worth it. Yeah, it'll last forever. That'd be that'd be cool if you could like embed them in uh, epoxy or something too. Oh, yeah, you could totally do that with them at that point. The cool thing about the freeze drying the flowers is they look exactly the fucking same. It doesn't shrink them at all. It doesn't change the color at all. It doesn't change the texture of them at all. They look exactly the same. Instead of dehydrating stuff, usually darkens the color. Right. You know, like if, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, I love freeze drying. Um, I never I wasn't yeah. even thinking about getting a freeze dryer until we just had this conversation. Oh, you fucking need a freeze dryer. You know what? The oh, no, I've been is, wanting one for a long time. I'm, yeah. I, I enter the giveaway through, every month for the last seven years. So I go through a company. <laughs> I go through a company called Affirm, right? Like that's like my online credit card. I don't have like a regular credit card. I have an online credit card that I use occasionally called Affirm, and I, Affirm will fucking finance a living shit out of a goddamn, um, like like one of the that's probably where they make their most money is on things like freeze dryers or, or goods like that. I think. Uh, I got like 9% interest on the medium was the last one that I bought. And I paid like, I think 122 a month, like for the damn thing, like 122 bucks a month, um, which was fine. I mean, I was, I made more than that a month, just selling like random, like just strawberries. Like people fucking love strawberries. So any fruit that's on sale, you go like to the store and there's a shitload of freaking strawberries on sale or it's strawberry season or blackberry season, or blueberry season, or whatever it is, freeze dry that shit and sell it. Like people fucking love that shit, man. You make you make a pretty decent living at it. Like if you keep up with it, my wife loses interest. But uh, and then know, we still, take it over for mycology. <laughs> yeah, I told her I was like, hey, well, and if I'm... you if you stop freeze drying, you know, if you stop freeze drying your candy and your food and shit, and I'm taking the small one or the medium, which is actually the medium sized one. I'm taking the fucking medium sized one. I'm just all that thing is gonna do is like random mushrooms. We're gonna freeze dry the shiitake, make powder out of it to add to like soups, or like oh, that thing is almost when I'm growing lions. Yes. Man, it's almost always full of lions, man. Uh, because freeze dried lions, man, like I was saying, it just it, it breaks up all the cells, so you don't have to worry about doing double, triple extracts and shit like that to get the cell to get access to all the goodness inside of it. It just it works right from the beginning. So um, I don't know why more people don't. You can freeze dry beer. I mean, it doesn't have the alcohol in it anymore, but it tastes like beer when you add water to it. Oh well, like, you had me up until that point. <laughs> yeah. But you can freeze dry so it much shit. Agar at that point, like if if you yeah, really I guess had if any you wanted to, you can like reconstitute yeah. it and make it into agar. If you wanted to, yeah, I guess Bagger. I just did it to see nice. what would happen. Like, like when I got these damn things, it was just around. It was it was fuck around and find out on steroids. Right? That's the name of the podcast, and like that's, <laughs> that's how I live my life. Is I, I if I get a new toy, I gotta push every fucking button, every goddamn mode, try every new freaking thing I can think of in there. Um, like Tootsie Rolls are real cool in the thing, but like everybody loves Skittles. Everybody loves fruit, like freeze-dried bananas, freeze-dried strawberries are ridiculous. They're amazing. Um, that's how I make the strawberry cookies. 
like the, the strawberry danger cookies, but they're not a danger cookie. They're just like, I think they're only got like two grams per cookie. As I just took all of the broken pieces of strawberries that I had like left over and I just ground them up in a coffee grinder and make powder. And then I just added an equal amount of like mushrooms, powder, and strawberry powder to whipped cream. And then I mixed that shit up and just made like strawberries and cream and then piped it onto like uh, the, the silicone mats and then popped it in the freeze dryer. And any type of whipped cream turns into uh, like an Oreo cookie. It has about the same consistency as an Oreo cookie. Damn. Nice. Well, when did they saying. start making an extra large freeze dryer? I'm, I'm so far behind. Oh, that. yeah. I saw that shit and I was like, oh, it's huge, dude. It's massive. 35 pounds like... of food a run. Yeah. <laughs> That's that is big so big. Oh, dude, at that point, you can't. If that, that one, my large would probably fit inside that fucking thing. It's huge. Um, yeah. So the large has to have its own dedicated 20 amp circuit, right? Like, so you can't just, you can plug mm-hmm. it into like, like where the washer and dryer are, you know, but you can't like plug it into regular wall socket. It, it'll blow the fuse like every fucking time. So we just had, oh, like, yeah. our, so we just had our like rando, uh, guy that's like a friend of the family who's a, who just happens to be a like part-time freaking electric electrical guy drop a new line through the wall and put a little its own little breaker in and it's perfectly happy with that now the the medium will just plug into any freaking wall socket right so you can have it on your kitchen counter or wherever you want yeah. um nice it's a lot of fun man that's cool just for the just for the food storage ability like if you have a big garden a big farm or if you buy food in bulk as a wholesaler you to store everything, or if you just need a side hustle gig to make some extra money on sell some candy and shit on Etsy, it works really well. Your main people are going to buy it are bored housewives, kids, and stoners. That's just pretty much all that's going to buy you candy. And that's about seventy percent of the people are you know going to be on the internet. Yeah, pretty much. Didn't mean to turn this into a freeze drying episode. But there's so many cool things you no, can do with the damn freeze dryer. I'm sure you can take. Okay, so one of the cool things that I've done with the damn freeze dryer is that I've used what's called a homogenizer. Have you guys seen that? If you've ever worked in a chemistry class, it has a little like uh, it uses an ultrasonic homogenizer. It looks like a stick stir that sits up above, like like a uh, like a heating. Um, Are you talking about the one that rotates? Not doesn't spin, but it like moves in a clockwise. Yeah, like yeah. super super fast. Yep. And um, so I've used an ultrasonic homogenizer and a mushroom and then got extract out of it, right? Because it broke up all the cell walls and everything. So I did an alcohol and a water extract. And then I squished that and basically I I fucked up our, uh, um, well, I just blamed it on my uh, mother-in-law, but I brought the, the coffee press, right? <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, I used it to do a whole bunch of pressing of a whole bunch of mushrooms. And I got all the liquid and the liquid was like, this dark black inky liquid and I just poured it out in the empty trays and then I freeze dried it and came up with like crystallized psilocybin. Oh shit, uh, that's nice. Wow. Yeah, it looks like pop rocks. And it looks it just turned into crystals, it looks like pop rocks. It's really cool. I need I need some of that. I need some testing done. 
It's strong. <laughs> it was really strong. Um, it didn't like to rehydrate, though. I mean, it was really strong. Like, it was, I'm thinking that you really don't want to dehydrate. I you don't you don't want to rehydrate. I'm thinking if that's yeah, I know, pills, make them into pop rocks. If you put that in the pills, your your stomach acid rehydrate. Yeah, thinking, yeah. Uh, I put it in the pills, but they were like black the fuck out pills. Yeah, they were right. They were they were really strong. Oh wow, really strong. Well, yeah. mix that with some lion's mane and some niacin. You got you got a uh-huh. plan. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll just see you next Thursday. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Give me your sight. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just be like, oh, just staring at the wall. The just, brain zaps. Yeah. The brain zaps. <laughs> no. Awesome sauce. Yeah. I never got around to fucking weather Levo, but uh, it's still I fucking me. Uh, who's I fucking you? The I the Levo. The wife had that Levo like extractor oh, thing, image. Right. Yeah. I never. I was supposed to. I was supposed to try to make a mushroom extract with it, but I never got around to. But now it's sitting up there, staring at me again. It's still sitting on top of the fridge. Stickers on. It has same spot. I hadn't even. T- I was like, Can you run freeze dried mushrooms through it? I would think if that the freeze dried mushrooms hold idea. on to the alkaloids and stuff better. Why? It'd be really strong, wouldn't it? Maybe you know. Yeah. yeah, but the Levo has little screens and stuff in there, and the mushrooms, the freeze dried mushrooms, turn to like mm. water. Like they don't have any, like they don't have anything to get strained out. They basically turn to nothing because um, all the cell walls exploded. So uh, that's just they just turn to goo, and then running it through the Levo might just leave a sludge in every little piece of piping and plumbing in the fucking Levo. that might be the end of the levo it might be a one-shot thing at what point even though she hasn't played with the damn thing in over a year i broke her favorite toy right no that's bullshit she gave us permission on the podcast the other day to use that damn thing right yeah right trim she gave me permission i I don't remember but yes (laughs) (laughs) i don't recall but sure y'all just want to see me get in trouble (laughs) Oh no! no. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound like me at all. Doesn't sound like me at all. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty cool. You guys definitely need a freeze dryer, or if you don't like, you need to know somebody that has one you can play with. Um, all right, there's freeze drying groups. Yeah, but there's freeze drying. Once you once I figure out how to make all of these fucking move closer to me, yeah, not a problem. Free, freeze dryer is definitely on my bucket list. If you finance it, they're cheap. If you buy, if you just share off a chunk of money, they're expensive. But if yeah. you finance them, they're cheap. Hmm. One hundred twenty bucks a month, and you're gonna make they're gonna make that back in and just sells to just your friends and shit. Just I gotta get better at selling things. I suck at selling things. I, I do too. Away. That's why I let my wife do that all that shit. They all have like all of our candy, like 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 the freeze dried candies, the all the freeze-dried fruits and the freeze-dried vegetables and all that shit, like the bread I make, all that crap, all, like, farm goods, stuff like that. That's soap, all that shit. She handles all the sales. I don't sell stuff. I'm bad at selling things. I can't yeah. sell a damn thing to anybody. I, I can build or design anything in the world you want, but I need somebody else to help me sell shit. It's yeah. just not my not I like my being the maker bot. Right. right. I like being a, yeah. Just, just point like me in the direction that you need me to make something. I'll do it. Yeah. Exactly. I like being the 3D printer of shit in the fucking background. Being somebody to make a whole bunch of crap really like exactly the same over and over, I will fucking make some shit. 
but uh, and in bulk. But I yep. don't want to sell it. I will like, buy <laughs> that. Because yep. yep. I don't want to deal with the customers. I don't want to deal with the Karen or somebody like people. that. that uh, it tells me, people. oh, my, your shit. Uh, why are you trying to sell it for that? Well, I'm trying to sell it for that because it's what's fucking worth. Like you know, um, and they make, don't make me feel bad about it because you're just gonna make me not want to ever make it again. You know. Yeah, that's like so. when I was a younger man, I had my own car repair shop. And mm-hmm. whenever somebody would bring me like a front axle into repairing a car, I used to schedule those in as close to lunch as I could. So they drop their car off, I'd repair the axle, then I'd go have lunch. Then I'd come back and I'd call them and tell them the car was done because it never fails. They get pissed at me at how fast I could do one. You know, they're paying me for my experience, yeah. not for how long it takes me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's Good what times. I like. Good times. That's why I like medicine. You're not paying me to actually do anything. You're paying me to be available to do something. So, yeah. I'm only here in case of emergency. Yeah, I, exactly. I was pretty good at it. I could, I could, from the car, time a car rolled in my shop to the time it left, I could have an accident in 15 minutes flat. Damn. I was why good. aren't you still doing that on the side? I was too nice to people. Some yeah. people stole all the damn tools. Everybody comes see me and they'd be like, bro, I need my car fixed, but I don't get paid till next week. Can, can you just fix it? That's yeah. Nice. I'll pick it up next week. <laughs> $80,000 in money that people owed me later. Oh, shit. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to wow. shut the place down. I, I put a big post on the internet and said, uh, I just came back from the doctor and apparently thanks is not good for me, so I can't work for that. Anymore. I got it. I have to go say goodbye. Okay, well, that well, we screwed all that up. Yeah, that was a well, lovely journey. It, it was only the last five minutes of Farrell getting beers, so it's, yeah. I, 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 I was like that. I was just pulling the what does this button do? <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. That was a that was kind of a wandering, interesting episode. It was a lot of fun. Kind of turned into how to freeze dry shit. Uh, but like, anyway, if, if, I strongly suggest that if anybody gets a chance to have a side gig, have a side gig. This economy is kind of going to shit, and every little side gig you can have that's legal, um, have at it, man. Like, you know, if you can repair stuff like John, repair stuff. If you can scare bears with hockey sticks like Deadpool, scare bears with hockey sticks <laughs> like Deadpool, right? Like, if you can, you know, if you want to invest in some piece of equipment and provide a service for people, do it. But yeah, having some side gigs adds an amount of. A buffer between stability. you and every, stability. Yeah, everything yeah. that's out there. I, I can't tell you how much, you know, fixing a random car in my garage just saved me as a, over the years, you know. Just need a few yeah. bucks. It's a good, honest way to make a few bucks. I mean, uh, and there's all kinds of things. Whatever you're good at. Yep. Make yeah, money with it. doesn't necessarily have to be. It doesn't. I don't suggest anybody, like, actually, like, uh, you know, sell drugs as, or sell drugs, period. Right. right? I don't. I, I I grow stuff and then occasionally it's give it away, but primarily it's for personal use. Um, I just happen to like to fuck around and make really cool looking stuff, you know, like cool pills because it lasts forever, or cool cookies because I hate the fucking flavor of the mushrooms. Who you know? does? If somebody likes them, there there's something wrong with them. Yeah, so it's I, not I, horrible, but I mean, it's well, there you go. There's something wrong with that fellow right there. Yeah, yeah, we already do that already. <laughs> so. But, you know, just experiment with stuff. And if you get a chance to make some sort of side gig, have at it. You're never going to regret it. Any sort of income that you can bring to the table, especially with the economy and, and the political 
instability that's going on around the world with the dollar and, and the financials that go for it, man. And the sooner you start your side gig, the more stable yeah. you're going to be in that side gig when shit hits the fan. So, And we're always happy to, like, if you're providing a service that we need, man, we help small business people all the time. Or if you have a question, like, hey, how would I set this up? You know, come into the chat and ask. And we'll, there's a lot of experience there that that's not just mushrooms. We're, right. We're happy to. We're a little family here. We're Shit, we have we have carpenters, we've got plumbers, mechanics, EMTs, yeah. computer specialists, engineers. I I don't know what we don't have in here to be honest with you. In our in my in our little group, I mean, our, what can't we do in there? Our right? hobby yeah. tends to attract some of the smartest people in the world. Honestly, yeah, it does. It does. So we can always help you get going with something or give you the ideas what you need to start. As long as you're not an NPC. Uh, yeah, don't be a douchebag. Well, yeah, no, you can be a douchebag, but be a douchebag with personality like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going to come in there and repeat the same fucking question 60 times and just rephrase it differently every single time. Yeah, trying or steal to people's the... information and give it as your own. Yeah, like that, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that works too. That fucking yeah. asshole. <laughs> but anyway... Um, let's go ahead and wrap this stuff up as normal. When we have the end of the call or the end of one of our podcasts, we try to go around the room and try to say something really positive to everybody. As usual, we start with Deadpool to throw him under the bus. Uh, what do you got, buddy? I don't know. How about, uh, whenever it comes with my college or anything else, I mean, just, uh, persistence is key. I mean, if, uh, you do the same thing over and over, I mean, surely it's going to be a, you're going to get a different result eventually. So just keep trying. How about that? That was the best one you fucking ever done, dude. That was off the cuff. At least it wasn't "Don't Eat Yellow Snow" or something. Well, right? I would never. I, okay, that was the first one, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, John? I'm gonna paraphrase off of Deadpool's, and because that's kind of like a reminds me of an old quote by Vince Lombardi. But it's not about how many times you get knocked down; it's all about how many times you get back up. There you go. So yeah. if you got if you got an idea, faffo that some bitch. Exactly. There you go. And how about our little guest tonight, uh, Psycho? What do you got? I, I would definitely tell people to not be afraid to try something new. Um, you know, and for me, like things is strength in numbers for me. Um, I I've got like a. I figure if I do like instead of doing two transfers, if I do like five, at least one of them's got to stick. You know, and then yeah, over man. time, things will get better. I'll, I'll be able to work out all the little kinks and snags and contamination. But it takes time it to learn to the language of like the mushroom. The most experience. Yeah. Yeah. Accuracy Persistence is key. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, coming from me, it's going to go just harking back to the whole uh, diversify. Get yourself a side gig, whether it's mowing lawns for cash under the freaking table or a consulting business with somebody. You, you, everybody can do something and monetize it or mon- figure out a way to monetize your hobbies. If you have hobbies outside of just growing drugs, like if you can grow your, your gourmets, there's always somebody out there that's going to want to buy gourmets. It's just don't put it over your head with it right off the bat. Start and, small. Uh, yeah, and with that, guys, uh, thank you for listening this evening. If you need any sort of supplies, whether it's a grain or substrate or 
you know, some agar or something fun like that. You can get a hold of Deadpool. He's going to be in our Discord. I'll have the Discord link below. If you want to send us a couple of dollars here and there, uh, we promise not to use it for anything good. It'll go to pure debauchery. Uh, oh, you can yeah. get a hold of us with the Cash App. The Cash App is going to be dollar sign uh, FAFOCult, or the Venmo is at uh, FAFOCult. If you'd like to drop us an email, talk about anything you heard on the show, ask for advice, or if you'd like to come on the show, you can go ahead and get us at FAFOCult at gmail.com. We're always and, looking for fresh meat. Yes, and we're always. Uh, we're not scary. People get scared to come on. We're not scary. Do we scare the shit out of you, Psycho, or is it fun? No, you guys are good people, man. I appreciate you having me. Oh, Thank we're you. happy to have See, you. We didn't, we didn't eat her alive. and, and you know, We haven't eaten anybody alive. Even if you come on and do something silly or weird, we're going to pretty much cover it up. We might give you shit later. But... Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna on here is silly or weird. I'm going to be like, hold my beer and watch this and try yeah. to do it. Challenge fucking accepted. We're getting naked. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we're always happy to have everybody on and talk to everybody about whatever you want. And even though this episode was a little bit chaotic, it's still fun. This is what we would have done whether or not we were recording a podcast. We would have yep. had the same conversation. It's a conversation amongst friends. And we enjoy having you be part of the conversation amongst friends. And we love our listeners. And we love hearing back from you. God, don't forget to go on the Discord. Yes, yeah, have come questions. Come hang with us. Talk to yeah. us. Put a question down. We actually have a, I have a channel set up for people to put in topics that they want us to discuss. I mean, if we don't know it, we'll make it up. I'll still talk about it. <laughs> or if it's something that's like really far out there, we'll go and research to, to get to get it Hell yeah. uh, some basic knowledge on it before we go and talk about it. Um, and you can, you know, you can always yeah. suggest anything you want. The first I mean, as long as it's not something really stupid, like yeah. you know, politics. We don't do that. Oh yeah, so, I know. Yeah. Yeah. The the first step is to come on the Discord and say hi. And yeah. You'll be you'll be at home within a few minutes. Trust me. Of course. All right, guys, with that, uh, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you later. Peace out.